We need to get back to where evidence matter, facts matter, and reliable data is the source of that fact and evidence, and it must start somewhere. So why not in one of our most influential part of our society, where we spend at least eight hours a day working, and who is better to drive that transformation than all of you listening? I have interviewed a dozen of experts within the field of people analytics to inspire you and share their know-how about how you can extract and use important people data in your decision making. All right, today we have with us Manjuri Sinha from Zalando. It's lovely to have you here. And I've been really looking forward to this uh, because Zalando is, of course, one of my favorite brands. Uh -huh. And, and I, I just ordered a pair of summer shoes. You don't have them with you, right? Uh, not yet. Oh, <laughs> damn. All right. So there was, there was a time we used to personally deliver the shoes. Oh, you did? But, yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. No, um, I mean, you talk about, uh, let's start with present. I'm, I'm going, you know, I'm ahead of myself a little bit sometimes. Right. So start with, tell, tell us about you. What do you well, do? Where um, do you work? Or, yeah. yeah, so uh, I'm here from Berlin. Berlin is actually sunny today, so 33 oh. degrees and all. Wow. And I'm sitting in Stockholm, so thank you for the invitation. Um, and uh, so what do I do? I uh, head talent acquisition uh, for technology group for Zalando SE globally. And uh, we staff the organization with techies, with data scientists, with machine learning specialists, the hardest talent market to find, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is, is there, what are the challenges? Well, finding people, uh, bringing them all the way uh, into the organization, planning for this, predicting the uh, troughs and peaks in the demand itself. Mm. With the business, we are working in a very volatile market. Um, mm. We decide to do something in the business strand. Uh, our competitors change their route, so we change their route. So hence, we also have to change our um, uh, hiring plan, workforce plan, and so on and so mm. forth. And that's okay. the major challenge that we look for, the demand and the supply. Mm. So you talk about, you know, um, kind of a hyper growth recruiting. Yep. Tell me about it. What, what, what do you mean by that? So hyper growth recruiting uh, is uh, a very gig economy term. Yeah, you have, it, it sounds exactly. good. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you have organizations that want to grow super fast um, and they want to scale up. Uh, for example, we were an organization of 12,000 employees and we wanted to add another 1,000 engineers, just 1,000 engineers. You're kidding me. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Well, kidding was, uh, that was the exact question that I asked yeah. when this uh, challenge was put across. So that's that's why I said yes. And no, it's not uh, It's not a joke. Yes, that was the challenge that was presented to us. We've been in this hyper growth mode for the past uh, three years now. So uh, we don't have a stop on this uh, entire process. So the challenge is to staff the organization at a very fast speed mm -hmm. um, and operating in a very uh, challenging market where Germany as a market today is looking at 89,000 open vacant tech positions. Yeah. And we are working in this market to bring uh, 1,000 engineers from all across the world. Is it even possible? That, that It's really, you know, because I know it's, it's the same situation in Sweden. I mean, I just heard a uh, government uh, speaker talk about that in, in five, in, in three years, we will lack 70,000 IT professionals in Sweden if we are going at the same rate. Absolutely. Uh, so is it even possible to grow like you're doing? 
Well, uh, yes, we've seen it being possible in the last three years. So uh, we had to definitely go beyond the borders of Germany, go beyond the borders of EU, go beyond, mm. well, I don't think we hire Martians as yet, but we might start doing that as well. Um, but yes, we've uh, we've kind of made it possible, looked at the demand. What has really helped us is uh, trying to predict what the demand of the business will come up with. How, how do you do that? Tell me, I'm, I'm have, curious have, and really interested in this. Uh, so Nothing, uh, nothing which is super gizmo or shazam. It's all about uh, looking at our uh, past data. What has uh, our on-sites, uh, so how many on-sites do we need? That means how many people do we need to interview to make one higher? So we look mm. at the historic data uh, to look at how many, what would be the process, how many people do we need to bring into the pipeline? That would be the inflow. The other uh, aspect is looking at uh, data that is the attrition analysis that is presented to us by our HR business partners. Um, looking at prediction there. Uh, we also look at employee experience uh, so we can predict what would be the attrition. Are we at 18% today? Do we predict this to go up to 25% if that happens? What is the additional number that we have to hire? So tackling the peaks and troughs in demand with predictable numbers and trying to give these reports to our business as well, helping them with workforce planning is what really helps us. Mm. That's on the demand side. The supply side is where we look at the market, mm. where we look at um, uh, data reporting from LinkedIn Insights, uh, certain other areas of GitHub, Stack Overflow. Where do our uh, engineers sit? Where do the data scientists sit? Where should we go for looking for logistics-based um, uh, engineers? So when we look at the market, yes, uh, our gut feeling says we have a lot of organizations operating like Walmart, Amazon, Flipkart, Mintra operating out of India. But LinkedIn Insights also backs up the data and then mm. we go and start hiring for them from these particular locations so that's oh. the supply side of the story interesting i'm i'm a little bit i i you know i don't know really what to say this sounds <laughs> for, you know because i my my, my I, I must say i'm i'm you know i work more with the people analytics yes. side of the business more around how people behave right. and engagement and so on right. uh, workforce planning is quite new to me and mm -hmm. and it's really exciting to hear so I mean, how predictive can you be with human workforce? That's a, you know, it's been discussed. We've been discussing it now with several people, and and on and and there are there are two sides of it. So, yep. so please tell me your your approach about it. Absolutely. So our prediction uh, looks at what is the time to staff up a team. For example, mm. if there is a there is a business leader and uh, deciding to staff up a mobile engineering team, comes up with the challenge and the basic questions that they will ask is how fast can you hire these people? So we look at the time to hire, and this is based on historic data. What are the benchmarks in the industry? Where in the world are uh, pockets of talent lying, and how much time bureaucratically would we need to bring them over because of the work permits and visas. So that's what we provide as a time to staff the organization would be uh, one of the basic parameters that we help our business with. And that's the prediction that we provide. Okay. And, 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 and you do predictions real predictions like absolutely so we can we can look at the numbers we can look at uh, the resource capacity and mm. we can say that if this team needs 20 people this would need another seven months or eight months to have those bumps on seat okay that is important for our uh, business they don't care how we bring them they don't care where we bring them from yeah. but they just want to know when will the seat be warm and when yeah. will that bum be on the seat working for them wow and then this is how you work sounds yeah. amazing yeah <laughs> um and, and how does you team look like i mean I'm, I'm just curious now uh what kind of a team do you have 
Because um, you have it. You have, how many people are you? Thirty-five. Yeah. So and what do they do? Is it like HR business partners? Are they like analytics people? Mm-hmm. Is it a divide? So we have, uh, so the the team that I lead is uh, purely the technology recruitment team, and this is comprised of recruiters, coordinators, as well as sources or can or people who reach out into the market and uh, reach out to passive candidates. Mm. This is the uh, composition of the team. Uh, we do have a people analytics team that is based outside of the recruitment team, but they mm. also support the recruitment team with data, as we just uh, uh, discussed. Mm. So we work with the people analytics team on topics of candidate experience. Uh, we work with them on uh, candidate pipeline. That is, uh, what is the filter out ratio? What is the filter in ratio? What are our uh, KPIs when we talk about time to hire, time mm-hmm. to offer, um, and certain other SLAs that uh, we look at in, uh, totally in the process? Okay, so you have a set of KPIs that you measure all the time. Absolutely, the absolutely, yes. Interesting. So what would you recommend, like, uh, you know, uh, a growth company? And, and they don't, like, let's say, I mean, we are all, going to lack IT professionals in yeah. the future is nothing yeah this is just going to happen yeah. uh, unless we really start changing how we are educating people but uh, I don't see that really happening so right now so what are your best recommendation for a company To achieve comprehensive collaboration, you need to understand the people and the needs of your organization. This is where people analytics fits into your work. Do you go with your gut feeling or do you have real numbers supporting your intuition? Well, I would uh, I would actually dig into what you what what you were talking about in the morning um, and looking at the humanity side of uh, aspect, keeping it very simple. Um, so looking at uh, deep dive, having a deep dive in the organization. What are the strengths? Drawing on the strengths. Our organization, for example, and and, and I'm kind of stealing my own thunder from the presentation that I'll have today, is uh, so being a fashion tech company, we are uh, very good with uh, branding, and that's mm. one of the areas that we can look at. How do we look at our customer data we want to look at our candidate data in the same fashion second is looking mm-hmm. at which vendor really makes sense for us there are a lot of vendors in the in the in the market and they're mm-hmm. excellent vendors in the market how to choose which one really works for us and not to go with the fad what is good for an organization which is 10000 people mm-hmm. what is good for an organization that is 12000 people where in the maturity model are we uh, we had a presentation in the morning that talked about uh, engaging business partners it's very important for me and my team to understand the data and the analytics which is being presented by the people analytics team mm-hmm. to present it to the business and not having something which is interesting, very nice, but no one can understand and act upon. So this mm-hmm. would be uh, the simple idea of keeping it super simple, doubling down on what has worked and what can work for the organization and at the end, trusting the people and educating them on how to use that data. Wow. All right, all right. You know, I'm, when I when I'm silenced, it's like <laughs> I got a lot of things to think about. Yeah, so, yeah. So it has to di- be digested kind of before I can uh, speak again. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, mm, uh, what uh, I mean again. Uh, how are you going now? I mean, this is not going to be easier. No. 
Uh, I think it's going to be been harder uh, at least for five to ten years before we're all replaced by by machines. I'm I'm being very sarcastic and and op- not especially optimistic. But uh, what do you think is going to happen uh, in in the coming five to ten years and 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 in workforce planning and uh, yeah, tell us your your your. Absolutely. Um, so I, I would like to refer to something that Tanmay Bakshi, one of the most famous uh, authorities on IBM Watson and uh, artificial intelligence says that this is a singularity concept. We are not going to reach that in the next uh, 40, 50 years. And I'm happy not in my lifetime, at least. So um, in our field, definitely, when we talk about in my field or in technology recruitment, we look at this in a very incremental fashion. We look at getting in the demand and then working towards it and reacting towards it. Uh, we've learned now and we've started working in a proactive manner. But what we need to do every time we start closing some positions and vacancies, it seems like, uh, again, you know, slipping down a slope because we go uphill and then there is high attrition and then we come back and we have we are starting. So it's it's like being on a hamster wheel. Yeah. So the next 2.0 should be to get to, to get away from this hamster wheel. How can we make this machine so robust that we have data mm-hmm. to predict that, yes, our business would demand this kind of talent in the next two years so we can build them Mm -hmm. we can train them we can find them and nurture them even before business can think of okay we need 20 or 25 or 100 of such talent Mm -hmm. that would be the 2.0 that we would want to work on how do you get there um, what I, I can hear you talking actually about yep. how you get there, but you want to precise it. Yes, absolutely. So the getting there would be to have closer conversations with the business. Mm. For our organization, which is uh, hardly ten years old, we don't have we didn't have a seat at the table with with the business to plan workforce uh, a year bef- uh, a year ago. And this is where we've started the conversations with them to understand the objective. Where do they want to go? We've taken high heralding goals for two thousand and twenty four at the moment moment for our revenue and now we know that we want to double down on customer fulfillment you talked about your shoes that you're waiting yeah. for we want to have the shoes delivered to you before 4 p.m in the evening yeah. and that's exactly where we want to understand that's what my customer needs that's yeah. what my business needs and they would want to look at logistics engineering specialists who can make this entire supply Journey chain happen, yeah. easy and that's what we would know okay this is what we need this is what our business would need in the mm. next two years so the, it it is a combination of looking at what the business wants, um, translating that into data, and then looking, predicting what kind of talent we will need to bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's amazing things happening in the logistics area. We're not going to go there, but uh, I've actually been part of a company called Orbit and worked mm-hmm. with that. And it's really uh, what Amazon and others like you are doing is is going to revolutionize really how we order stuff and when we get them. And, and so Absolutely. our shopping behavior yeah. is, is really being... De- Changed yep. uh, by by giants like Zalando and and, and Amazon and so on. All right. Uh... I really want to thank you. I, I think there are more to talk about in this era, but we got to wrap it up. And uh, again, thank you for thank you so uh, being on this podcast. And uh, I hope to maybe have a new conversation with you again, maybe in uh, a little bit in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. are the questions that every business leader asks themselves. You can either use your intuition 
or just add people analytics data to your decision making, making sure to better understand the underlying drivers behind building a high performance team.